Good day. From the Bridgeheads Chronicles, this is News Flyer for September 24th, 2022. I'm Jason Smith, and this is our first podcast since the passing of Queen Elizabeth II on September 8th. We will give you a short summary of the events and how the Bridgeheads Chronicles paid their respects to Her Royal Majesty at the beginning of this edition of News Flyer. We have a lot of bridge news to share with you as well, including some tragedies caused by Mother Nature. That plus more as we look at our top stories. Britain and the world say goodbye to the Queen in a once-in-a-lifetime ceremony in London. Retired couple destroy an historic bridge on the island of Mallorca. Earthquake destroys a viaduct in Taiwan. Hurricane destroys bridges in Puerto Rico. One more span of an historic bridge in India collapses, causing demand to preserve the rest of the span. Lindelis Schleidau Bridge in Schleswig-Holstein, Germany closed to motorists again for bridge replacement work. Two historic bridges in Wisconsin now on the National Register. Historic bridge built by an African-American rededicated in Georgia. And a unique discovery during a rehabilitation project on a historic bridge in Germany. Now the news. London. Millions of people in the city itself and over 4 billion people worldwide paid their respects to Her Royal Majesty Queen Elizabeth on Monday. The Queen died at Balmoral Castle in Scotland on September 8th with family by her side. She was 96 years old. Her death came just weeks after celebrating the 70th anniversary of her reign as the Queen of England, which happened this past June. She ascended to the throne upon hearing news of her father's death on February 6, 1952. Her reign of 70 years and 214 days is the second longest ever recorded in British history and the second longest in the world. News of Elizabeth's death shocked the world and resulted in millions of people flocking to Great Britain to pay their last respects during a 10-day official ceremony, where the Queen's body was transported from Balmoral through Edinburgh and then through the rest of England and Wales before ending at Westminster Hall for a three-day state of rest. A line of over 50 kilometers of people formed as, as they said goodbye to the Royal Highness. A memorial service took place on Monday at Westminster Abbey, where over 2,000 representatives from over 100 different countries attended the service, including all members of the British Commonwealth and EU, as well as U.S. President Joe Biden and his wife Jill, German President Frank Walter Steinmeier, Canadian President Justin Trudeau, and newly appointed British Prime Minister Liz Truss, whom the Queen met just one day prior to her peaceful passing. The memorial service was televised on TV and on the Internet. The Queen was later interred that evening at, Gra- at St. Grace's Chapel in Windsor Castle. To pay respects to the Queen, the Bridgehunters Chronicles went offline from September 9th until the day of the service on the 19th. The Newsfire podcast for September 10th, which was produced just hours before the Queen's death, can be found in the Chronicles Newsfire podcast via Anchor and Spotify. The Bridgehunters Chronicles logo was produced exclusively for the Queen, and will appear in every article for the rest of the year, as well as during the 2022 Bridgehunter Awards. Tributes to the Queen and other stories can be found in the sister column, The Flensburg Files, which includes popular photos, poems, stories, and a lot of humor, which were typical of the Queen. The Chronicles and The Flensburg Files both wish her son, King Charles III, the very best. Las Palmas del Mallorca, Spain Police are investigating what caused a car to crash into a historic aqueduct on the island of Mallorca. The Pont de Calais was an aqueduct that was constructed in 1778 and was part of the project to transport water to regions in the eastern part of the island. The water canal itself was completed in 1804. The aqueduct was modified in 1950 and is located near the town of San Sonvera. 
On Saturday afternoon, an elderly couple from Germany rammed the car into one of the piers of the aqueduct, ripping out a large portion of brick. The couple was taken to the hospital for injuries. The rental car was a total loss. The pier itself was damaged to a point where it could no longer hold the span and could collapse at a moment's notice. Crews tore down the entire structure that same evening. According to news stories, the aqueduct was part of San Silvera's heritage and a vital part of the region as water was transported to many households. The structure will be rebuilt, yet it is unclear how long it will take until it's back in service. The road it crosses where the accident happened is currently closed until further notice. Taipei Much of eastern Taiwan has been cleaned up after a series of earthquakes that devastated much of the region this past weekend. The strongest happened on Sunday and was registered at 6.9 on the Richter scale. Dozens of multiple-story buildings collapsed, a passenger train was knocked off its rails, and over 400 people were stranded in the mountains as the quake triggered numerous landslides. At the time of this posting, so, so far one person has been reported killed and more than 80 others were injured. The quake destroyed a motorway viaduct near Yuli. The Gao Liao viaduct was a 600-meter-long bridge that spanned the Zingulan River between Yuli Town and Gao Liao Village. Video footage showed the entire bridge that broke apart with spans twisted and the road leading to the structure ripped open in the middle. Three people were rescued from the wreckage and taken to the nearby hospital. The bridge was built over two decades ago. Two other bridges in Yuli Town were also destroyed in the earthquake. San Juan, Puerto Rico Almost five years after Hurricane Maria devastated the island, another hurricane of biblical magnitude did a number on Puerto Rico. Hurricane Fiona raked the U.S. territory on Sunday, damaging every building and infrastructure in its path. In the town of Utuado, the hurricane was too much for one bridge in the northwestern part of the island. The Utuado Bailey Trust Bridge was swept away by floodwaters on the same day the hurricane made landfall. According to NBC News, the bridge spanned the Guanonica River in Utuado. Video showed the moment the mental bridge creaked and groaned under the pressure of the rising, fast-moving floodwaters. The bridge came loose and the span was whisked away within a matter of seconds. You can see the video in the news flyer. The Bailey Trust Span had been built in 2017, replacing another span that was destroyed by Hurricane Maria, deemed as the worst hurricane in 100 years. Hurricane Fiona eventually left for the Dominican Republic, where it wiped out 59 aqueducts and caused extensive damage to its infrastructure. Locals believe that Fiona may be worse than Maria because of widespread flooding, which also knocked out power. Palakkad, India Time may be running out to preserve what is left of a railroad bridge built during the time of the British colony. The Cochin Bridge is a 15-span iron plate girder viaduct that spans the Brahadputsa between the towns of Kochi and Malabar. The bridge was built in 1902 by the XV with the help of technicians from Britain. The bridge uses to rail traffic, first with narrow gauge and later with normal freight service, until it was discontinued in 1945 and converted into a roadway bridge. It was decommissioned altogether in 2003 with a replacement on a parallel alignment. Since then, the bridge has been falling apart span by span. It lost eight and, uh, spans number 8 and 9 in November of 2011, and despite having survived the floods of 2018, the 10th span fell into the water during the floods of 2019. Span number 6 collapsed this past Saturday, sparking calls from the Cultural Department to preserve the remaining spans. There have been some interest in saving and reusing the historic bridge within the past few years, yet the government has been reluctant to address the issue, thus leading to the question of what to do with the historic bridge.
Archaeology Society of India has shown interest in the bridge, but has received no support. It should be protected as a gift of the bygone era for the new generation. By conserving this strong structure, the tourist department can capitalize on his historicity for promotion and local tourists, said social worker Baba Matuhatma in an interview with India Times. Prasad Sharanu, who maintains an exclusive blog for the bridge, has been campaigning for its preservation and stated in his blog, quote, it should not be allowed to fall into oblivion, end quote. You can find his blog under cochinbridgehonor.blogspot.com. The link is in the Newsflyer article. At present, the government has not entertained plans to address the issue with the bridge, yet with it falling apart, calls will get louder in the coming weeks until action is taken to preserve the spans. Should another span or two collapse, it could bring the bridge removal onto the agenda. The Chronicles will keep you posted on the latest. The Coconut Bridge is listed as one of the candidates for the 2022 Bridge Hunter Awards under the category Endangered Trust. Flensburg, Germany Communities between Flensburg and Kiel have been facing an obstacle with the Lennonist Schley Bridge, namely that no train nor, uh, nor car can cross it, and it will remain that way until the spring. Since the 1st of September, the Lennonist Schley drawbridge has been closed to both vehicular and rail traffic as workers are replacing the combination drawbridge and through truss brand. An improvised rail stop has been put at each end of the 1927 structure, which includes an 1892 through truss band imported from the Tatterfall Swing Bridge near Brunsbüttel. This means the railroad ends at the southern end of the swing bridge. There, commuters can cross the historic bridge and catch the train on the northern end of the span. The closure is needed as workers are building the piers and abutments for the new span, which is scheduled to be open to traffic at the earliest 2025, barring any unforeseen circumstances. The advantage of this is people will get an opportunity to photograph the drawbridge as long as the structure is still standing. The disadvantage is that road users will have to detour through Kaplan or Schleswig in order to cross the River Schlei. The temporary railroad stations will be removed when the bridge reopens in April of next year. You'll see the video of this, uh, of this short detour in the link provided by the news flyer. Madison, Wisconsin. Despite losing the Coban Bridge to demolition, there are two reasons to be proud of Wisconsin's heritage. Two historic bridges have been listed on the National Register of Historic Places recently. They include the Sioux Line Viaduct in Eau Claire and the Palm Tree Road Bridge in Marshfield. The Sioux Line Viaduct was built by the Minneapolis Steel and Machinery Company in 1910 and spans the Chippewa River. The 442-foot-long multiple-span Warren Deck Truss Bridge is given the nickname S-Bridge because of its S-shaped design. Last use of rail traffic in 1991, it has since been converted into a pedestrian and bike crossing serving the Eau Claire area. The Palm Tree Road Bridge features a nine-span stone arch bridge spanning the Sheboygan River in Marshfield in Fond du Lac County. It was built in 1903 by Alfonso Halter and rebuilt again by Francis Dreyfurst in 1950. The 147-foot-long bridge is known by locals as the Nine Arch Bridge and is also open to pedestrians and cyclists only, while one can enjoy the view of the bridge with a picnic at Riverside Park located next to the structure. Congratulations to the two bridges on receiving the national recognition. Atlanta, Georgia a covered bridge that had been sitting on ground for years is now crossing a river at a new home. A stone, the Stone Mountain Covered Bridge is a town Latisse covered bridge built by black bridge builder Washington King in 1895. King, the son of a freed slave, engineered and designed and built the bridge in 1891 
to cross the Oconee River in Athens, connecting College Avenue and the University of Georgia with more rural regions in the eastern part of Clark County. Floods damaged the wooden bridge on its moorings in 1910 and again in 1961. The bridge was then replaced with a concrete and steel crossing, and the old bridge was set aside on the banks of the Oconee. The Clark County Commissioner later donated the bridge to the Stone Mountain Memorial Association for $1, and it was disassembled and relocated to the park. The Stone Mountain Memorial Association rededicated the Washington King College Avenue Bridge during a ceremony late last week at the site of the bridge on the backside of the 3,400-acre park. The park had been originally established to commemorate Confederate troops and the Civil War. The cover bridge is now a centerpiece of the park, as it will shift away from the history of the Confederate States and focus on the legacy of African Americans, including the history of segregation and the Ku Klux Klan. Washington King was the son of Horace King, a former slave who later established a bridge-building company, where he and his four sons built cover bridges in and around Georgia. A link about the King family bridge-building tradition can be found in the News Flyer article, but you will also find it in the bridge Builder directory of the Bridge Chronicles. And our last story of this podcast takes us to Heidelberg in the German state of Baden-Württemberg. Work has been ongoing on the old town's lone historic bridge spanning the River Neckar, the Alte The eight-span sandstone arch bridge was built by Elector Charles Theodore in 1788, and it's currently the ninth bridge built at this location. The bridge features a historic gate arch, which leads to the historic old town. Work on rehabilitating the bridge has been ongoing since the beginning of the year, yet crews found an inscription in one of the arches which may have rewritten the history of the structure. According to a news story by German Public Radio SWR, workers found an inscription on the arch that read FS and then underneath 1911. Perplexed because it was not mentioned in any of the history books, more research was undertaken and inquiries were sent even into social media. One of the answers came from a Facebook inquiry but that claimed that it was actually the work of Frank's, uh, Frank Sales Kuhn and that he restored the bridge in 1911. Mr. Kuhn was a well-known architect who constructed numerous historic buildings and even a canal along the river Necker during the first two decades of the 20th century. There is a possibility that he may have been responsible for either the restoration or the partial alteration of the historic bridge as part of his project, or in some cases, even both. More research, however, will need be needed to confirm these claims. If you have any information about this and would like to add, please use the link in the Newsflare article. The Altabruca is expected to be finished with rehabilitation project and reopened to all traffic by the middle of next year at the latest. Before we go, we would like to address an important event for all those who love covered bridges. Park County, Indiana is having a covered bridge festival, which will showcase all 31 of the county's covered bridges. Events will take place in 10 communities, including Bridgeton, Rockville, and Mansfield, including concerts, arts and crafts events, and other food festivals. If interested, the festival will take place from October, 20, uh, from October 14th to the 23rd. You'll find the information and a map of the festivities in the Newsflyer article, as well as uh, some links with uh, the information on the county's bridges in bridgehunter.com. So if you're interested, uh, please go to, uh, go to the event. Next week is the start of the 2022 Bridge Hunter Awards season. Starting next Saturday, we'll be collecting entries for the awards, and there'll be some information pertaining to the awards that you'll need to know about. You'll find the information in the article, in the Chronicles, as well as in the Newsflyer podcast. And that's it for this edition of Newsflyer. I'm Jason Smith. Thank you for listening. And until next week, 
Take care, happy bridge hunting, and happy trails till we meet again. Bye now.